Blog Talk Radio. Hello, 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 and welcome to the Workouts for Older Men podcast. I am Skip LaCour, and I am so glad you are joining me for the strategies, the distinction, but also the connection week by week in this podcast. It's specifically designed for men like you and me, a little bit older, who focus on our fitness and a lot more in life. In this podcast, I want to talk about how to build muscle when you're older, step by step. So in this podcast, I'm going to talk about how to build muscle when you're older, step by step. I want to give you seven points to remember because when you get this, the whole process becomes a lot more simple, a lot less frustrating. Then it's just a matter of getting to work, taking it to higher and higher levels, and being consistent so you can know with certainty how to build muscle when you're older, step by step. I want to do that for you. I also want to talk about my 100 days of workouts for older men challenges coming up soon. I want to do that for you and a whole lot more in this podcast. Hello, 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 and welcome to the Workouts for Older Men podcast. I am Skip LaCourt. I'm so glad you're joining me here for this week's Workouts for Older Men podcast. Hey, today, in this podcast, I want to talk about how to build muscle when you're older, step by step. So in this podcast, I want to talk about how to build muscle when you're older, a step-by-step process. And I'll talk about a lot of things. So how are you doing this week? Are you loving the journey? How are you doing? How are you doing with your fitness journey right now? How are you being affected by everything that's going on in the world, um, everything with this uh, pandemic? Are you sticking to it? Are you kind of waiting it out, kind of re-engaging when things get normal? Tell me where you are in the process. I really want to know I really want to know how you're dealing with everything, especially when it comes to your fitness. Because, you know, this fitness, it's its more than just about fitness. It, it's about who we are as a man, our hopes, our dreams, uh, getting a sense of control. Something I talk about all the time. I want to give you all those fitness strategies. I want to make your journey to becoming more fit, building that muscle, losing that body fat, looking good, feeling good, a long life, longevity. I want to make that process a lot easier for you, simple sustainable and make it age appropriate that's what this workouts for older men podcast is all about and everything i do i am obsessed with helping you if you're a little bit older you have a busy productive life to get fit and a whole lot more i'm obsessed make sure you go to my skiplacore.com website see all the, the videos and the articles other podcasts there go to skiplacore.com make sure you're on my email list for everything that i'm doing Got a challenge coming up, a challenge, and I call it the 100 Days of Workouts for Older Men Challenge. 100 days in a row, that's what I'm committing to, of some type of exercise, some type of working out, some type of training every single day for 100 days. And I'm going to document the journey, uh, that along with my eating and connecting with you and answering questions and teaching about what I do. 100 days in a row. Workouts for Older Men Challenge. I want you to be a part of it. Uh, I'm going to put this link down below. If you're listening to the podcast, maybe you're driving, maybe you're working out. Go to skiplacore.com front slash 100. skiplacore.com front slash 100. I am explaining everything that I'm going to have going on in addition to what I'll be talking about here in a moment. 
But there's a questionnaire for you to fill out, to sign up. It's absolutely free going on this journey with me, and I'm going to tell you how you're going to do that. Uh, but tell me all about your journey, where you are right now. And it's okay if you're just starting off. I know you've been probably focusing on other things in your life, getting really good at those, your family, your business, and now at this age you're getting into That's fine. Maybe you've kind of been dabbling it. Maybe you've been doing more. So for now you want to take it to a higher level, whatever it is. I know your situation. I help men like you every single day through my one-on-one coaching. Uh, it may be new to you. Uh, taking it to another level may be new for you, but for me, it's all I've been doing. I had 31 years of uh, learning about you know, how to build muscle, how to lose body fat, how to make sustainable systems. 31 years, and um, you know, as I've gotten older, really focusing on men like us, so I know the mindset, what we're going through in life, how we see the world, and how we apply it to our fitness. It's not the same. You probably know that's not the same when we were younger. Right, so again, that's what I'm all about. That's what I talk about. And during this 100 Days of Workouts for Older Men Challenge, I'm going to do a little bit of exercise, a little bit of exercise every single day. Uh, you know, the traditional overload to build muscle, which I'm going to talk about uh, today. You know, I know a lot of men have uh, home gyms that may not have all the equipment, certain enough weight, or the safety of a training partner, someone to help them. Right, like you do in a commercial gym, I want to uh, appeal to you. I want to give you strategies during this time to do some of those workouts. A workout from my garage gym, very popular these days with everything going on. Workout from a commercial gym and explain exactly what I'm doing, give you that vibe too, to pace you, guide you, inspire you, keep you going. Right, But also just like working out, just exercise. I don't care, skipping rope, my 15 by 15 by 15. Workouts for older men, right, where it's athletic, it's challenging. I like to say it's CrossFit without, you know, all the damage. <laughs> all right, it's athletic, uh, something you can fit in 15, 20 minutes in your day uh, to get you going, right? And you can go to skiplacore.com and, and see a 15 by 15 workout where I explain it. A lot of men love that. So there's a lot of ways to exercise, work out, and train. There's a lot of different ways to approach it, which one's best, maybe some or all of them, or only one of them, whatever it may be. We're going to find that out, what's best for you during this 100 days of workouts for older men challenge. you got to go to skipplecore.com. Make sure you're on my uh, list, my email list, where I can kind of keep you updated. Fill out that questionnaire at skipplecore.com from slash 100. I'll tell you what I am looking forward uh, to during this 100 days of pushing myself. All right, It's not just about working out. I love the working out part. Uh, but it's a commitment to you. All right, It's a commitment of... Uh, editing and shooting all the video footage to make an experience for you too. It's, it's going to be a tremendous workload. It's going to push me in a lot of different ways, but I love it. What I love most about it through all the challenging parts is my connection with you. We get to know each other over those days. I hope we email back and forth. You text me. Put my uh, phone number there. You can text me throughout the journey. Send me pictures along the journey. Really connect. Really pace. God, I want to be your virtual coach or virtual, virtual training partner. Right uh, during this time, come out the other end with a set of habits of thinking and doing when it comes to fitness, and uh, that's what I look forward to in this 100 days of workouts for all men challenge. Uh, again, listen to this podcast, go over to my skipcore.com website, and learn more about it. So, uh, wow, we got that uh, election out of the way. I hope it it came out on whatever way you wanted it most, right? Whatever fits best in your life. Um, and if it hasn't, I hope you're adapting how to make whatever situation the best out of 
each situation. I hope uh, that the pandemic, I hope you're staying healthy. I hope you're staying safe. I hope your family is. I hope it's uh, not take, making too much of an impact on your business or uh, your friend's family's business. All right, again, even after the health, we're going through some uh, challenging times for some, some, some of the men who I am um, dealing with it. It's not affecting them at all. If that's your case, good for you. I'm happy. Rejoice. Be thankful. Some guys are uh, really challenged these times and got some challenging times come up. I don't. I'm not an economist or anything like that, right? I don't. I don't see what's ahead. I think it's going to be challenging uh, for a part of the the population, part of the men out there. Some aren't even going to be affected. So it's going to be really interesting how that all plays out. Um, in the future if you're in one of those groups. There's always a way. There's always a way if you're committed, right? And a lot of the men who want to get fit, big reason why they want to get fit is because uh, they want a sense of control and maybe it's to handle those other things in life. All right, so uh, fitness has a lot of purposes, uh, and I certainly know that helping out so many men. Again, whatever I can do uh, to help you through that journey, reach out. One-on-one coaching, you know, do that for 12 weeks get you to that other level, or, you know, just answer a, a few questions. Reach out. Let me know how I can help you best. So I've been talking about my Facebook page and how my Facebook page has 470,000 followers that I've been built up for 11 years in that saga. I was taken over. Learn a lot more about all that. Not going to get too much into it except for that, man, uh, how that feels violated, how you're not in control. Like I said, we, a lot of times we want this fitness to feel a sense of control. and probably isn't when your life's work out there. That could all be duplicated. I started another Facebook page uh, over there. And, you know, so, you know, nothing can necessarily stop you. can limit you and you can overcome it. But uh, nothing like being out of control <laughs> by that. And, uh, you know, I, I'll probably talk about that. I'll probably make a video. I think it would be interesting about all the international hacking business. and These guys set up quite an operation. I mean, let me just tell you this. Uh, they got more work out of uh, production out of my Facebook page than I could have as I've you know, gotten in there. I'm not fully in there, and I won't really you know, talk too much about it. It's not totally solved yet. The page isn't available. Well, it's in, available in, a, in one country, the country of the hackers, not around the world, if you were to go there, if you were wondering where that page has gone. Hang in there. <laughs> I know I am. But I'll tell you, uh, and if there's one good thing about it is they didn't pick me specifically. right? This is some really sophisticated business operation, and they just wanted my site. They didn't worry. They didn't delete my stuff. They uh, immediately made it not available to all my people. And, I mean, from the minute uh, they hacked in, I mean, they just shut up shop. When I went through it, I deleted probably 8,000 different instant messages. I mean, they knew what they were doing. And from the minute they went in, it just they just went crazy on business. They probably made, I don't know, because I didn't really look at all the currency, but I wouldn't be surprised in the you know month or so that they had my account that they made millions of dollars. I mean, it's such an operation, right? But think about it, you know, even though it feel violated, <laughs> something of yours out of control. But, you know, for one thing, it wasn't personal. And 
I can tell you, it looks like they made good use out of it. I'm just, you know, the thing with me, it's so surprising, is uh, how Facebook is so, uh, I mean, I don't get why big operation like that, why they're so slow when they see what's going on. I mean, it's got it. But the only thing I can think of, it, it happens so frequently that they're always chasing the hackers or something like that. And I know for whatever reason I was on the bottom list or the list is so big they never got to me. I don't know. I'm that, you know, uh, when this gets re resolved, I'll probably tell you about it, right? But anyway, it, you know, my Facebook page, that's coming up. If you go to type in workouts for older men, if you want to see all these videos I may talk about during these podcasts to support, you know, what you're listening to, um, you can just go on to Facebook and uh, put workouts for older men. You can always get me on Instagram and, and Twitter and LinkedIn and YouTube at Skip LaCour. Just type that in. You can see all the visuals, all the videos that I do. All right, so let's talk about how to build muscle when you are older step by step. i got to tell you guys, um, there's, there's a post that I did on Twitter that, you know, I'm not on Twitter a lot, but this got a lot of uh, reaction. On the Twitter, I mean, I haven't really developed that account, so there's not a lot of older men like you who are looking for the strategies there. It seems because, you know, I started a long time ago, it's a lot of fitness experts. It's a lot of fitness experts, young and old, who populate my Twitter more than, you know, clients or, or men looking for fitness. And this is something that I, I posted that just got uh, a, a lot of uh, a lot of uh, likes and, and approval uh, from you know that group, the fitness group, uh, disproportionately more than anything I ever post. And what I said is, when you understand how all this all works, instead of looking at all the fitness information as being 95 percent difference, 95 percent different and five percent the same, and every you got to have this right exact training routine for you, the right exact diet, or it's not going to work. That's why you don't look the way you want in the mirror, right? Because it's 95% different and probably 5% the same. When you understand how this really works, you'll understand, all right, it's 95% the same. There's organizing principles to every single training program that make it work. There are organizing principles to every diet that make them work. That's why you you get all this, hey, I did this and it worked, I did this, it, it, it's it works. It's not because, um, you know, your same genetic factors that you got to do all this of what works for me. It's understanding that what those key factors are that make them work, and then you double down, triple down on the commonalities, the success organizing principle. And when you understand, you start seeing it as 95% the same, I mean, then it's about doing the hard work. It's just about execution, not all this confusion, frustration, overwhelm. And, you know, through all of my videos, through podcasts like this, I want to get you to that point sooner rather than later. And it's very true when it comes to building muscle and building muscle when you're older. Now, I got to tell you something, um, and this is just my style if you haven't already picked it up, right? So let me be very specific about it because there's all this different fitness information out there that all appeals to different kind of people. And we all kind of go through our journey, and there's different information. It's not because our bodies are sort of different. It just appeals to us, all right, our, our preferences, our style, our goals. And I, I think that's what confuses a lot of people. So you've got a lot of fitness information. It's, it's not like, you know, this person's got to do it a certain way. It's just what appeals to them. 
All right, so, and that comes with, you know, when I talk about, you know, how to build muscle when you're older, there's a whole psychological element to all this. So just totally transparent to my style. Okay, you guys know me, or maybe you know me if you do a Google search as a six-time national champion drug-free bodybuilder, right? Intense, it's all I thought about. I talk about these passion fitness experts. I was that times 10. It's all I thought about was training. All right now, again, I'm 17, 18 years removed, and now I live the life that you did. I got to get it done. I, I can't go on excess of time or energy or worthless exercises that feel good, um, maybe totally cool and makes me feel like I know a lot or doing a lot, activity, uh, but it's not making a difference in my physique. I, I have to abandon all that, and that's why I start off with you. So this message, my message, my brand of messaging, right, is that I appeal to the older guy who's used to being certain, structured, and having familiarity. And that's because he earned that in life, because he's been doing the same thing for a career. And, you know, getting to higher and higher levels, going through the ups and downs. Right? But he's been doing the same thing, basically, for 25 years at this age. Right? He's probably been living kind of in the same place, same town, same house, maybe. He's got the same wife. Right? See, when you have that structure that you earn by your decisions, not because someone just gave it to you, you just think differently. You become very confident, and you get a certain level of success with that structure, with that certainty, with that familiarity, with that consistency. You earn it, you may not realize it, because I tell you, I deal with a lot of um, other older guys, and they've been nomads with their relationships, with what they do for a living, and, and I get it, we're all at different uh, stages of our journey. But those two men, the one who's had structure for 25 years, his family, his business, you know, his thinking, his home, versus maybe a man who's done a lot of, uh, had a lot of life changes, right? What they expect when they come to fitness is different. What they expect is different, right? Usually the guy who's had a lot of movement and challenges and ups and downs, when he comes to fitness, he's looking for that certainty, and he finds it in the strategies. He wants it complex, all right? He thinks, because his life it had so many moving parts, he thinks that success is the more complexity, and they search for it, they ask for it. And I can just tell you, I'm not the best coach for that man, I know what he wants. I mean, I could just explain it because that's what happens in the fitness world. You get all these really nonsensical uh, answers of why you do this and why you do this and you should do this, all these little details that really don't matter, but they sound like they matter. But why it's effective for some men is because they want that black and white sense of certainty and they think it's in the details, uh, about the details and the macros or this training style, the volume or whatever, and they cling to it. So, and that's what you get from the younger passion fitness experts. That type of thinking, they've probably have gone through the same things. They're going to head that same kind of life, right? Actually, that's the life that I lived, and I was for those details, all right? So this is very important, the distinction, because I want to be very clear why this is resonating, my message is resonating with you. I also want to be very clear, why is this guy, just give me some details, why, why doesn't he sound like all the other ones, right? I can tell you why it's not resonating with you. Right, for the, so the man who's had a lot of changes and wants that everything to be really specific and thinks the it's in the details of everything, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna really hit a chord. He's gonna go, well, what about this? Just tell me black and white. Well, that's the whole problem is you, 
get told black and white, you do it, you get some type of results, wonder if you can get more, but somebody else tells you something else black and white, so you go, oh, they're 95% different. And then you try that, and it doesn't change, and you get more and more frustrated. All right? See, the, the guys who have had that structure and stability, and they've earned it, right, what they're doing is going for that next level of life. Here's the challenge. When they come into fitness, they, they don't know anything about fitness. I mean, it's not that complicated, but just if you want to be in the top 5%, because they're probably already in the top 20% of, about being their age. A lot of times they don't recognize that because they just got this work ethic. And they just apply it to the training, the diet. They may not know all the details, but if you put that effort in for a year or two, even when you're older, you're going to look way better than 80% of the men your age. And so they do that. But that's not good enough for them. And that's where they get frustrated. That's where they get frustrated. They go, wait a second, why aren't I improving? I'm doing everything right. And then they, they sometimes chase around all those details, all the YouTube videos, all the younger guys, and those details don't make the difference. So they're trying to pick and choose. All right, see, when the men who come to me, they don't have time for all that. They just, oh, well, you seem like you know what I'm talking about. Hey, you're my age. Look, you're amazing. Hey, I looked you up, and you got a 31-year track record. And they just listen as an apprentice, like they want in their business, doing it for 25 years, how they want, you know, the young guys to use them as a mentor and be the apprentice and just learn. And so that's how they come to me. They don't need all the specifics because they look good in the mirror, <laughs> and they're healthy and fit, and they're losing the body fat, and they're progressing, and they feel confident. They don't need to know all the reasons why, because if you want to know all the reasons why, you're just going to be tripped up because everybody has a different reason. So it's, it's a style. It's an expectation of how it's supposed to work. Those, are, those men, they could be the same age. They can look the same, look the same in the mirror. But the way they go about this whole process is massively different. And so the men who want to just say, hey, just tell me what to do. I'll do it. I don't have a lot of time to play around with this. I don't want to get it when I'm 60, 65. Just tell me how to do it because you know what? i got a business and family to get back to. I want to be fit, but I don't want to become a fitness expert and put all that energy into it. See, that's who my message resonates with. And maybe that's the reason why you don't get all my things. Hey, I remember him as a bodybuilder back when I was a bodybuilder. He's all details. Why isn't he that way now? He's, what, he's changed. He's gone soft. Whatever. It's not that at all. It's just that, you know, me in my life, I look this way at 58 years old. I can teach you how to do it with a lot less effort, a lot less complicated because I got bigger things I want to do with my life at this stage. We only got so much time. You got to live with that sense of urgency. And the men, even though they may be new into fitness, you know, at this stage, uh, they really want to get it done fast without all the confusion, right? So if that sounds like you, that's why it resonates with you, all right? Because I'm going to make this muscle building process seem a lot more simple than what you're getting out there. And now you'll understand, okay, that makes sense to me. That's best for or it's not. And I'm cool. I'm totally okay with if this isn't your style, you need it more complicated. But just think about that. You know, I, I sometimes, you know, I mean, I get it. It's just that, you know... I'm working with a guy, and he's just looking amazing. <laughs> like, he just dumped the body fat. He's given the uh, illusion of size, but he wants to know, well, all these details that there is no black and white answer, the science or supposed science, they'll all debate on how you're getting there, but does it matter when you look great in the mirror? You're losing the body fat. You're, you're, you're looking great. You're feeling great. You have more energy. Does it matter about all the debatable topics? 
right? And that's sometimes, and I get it, though. Um, that's why sometimes the message can be a challenge for some. All right, so let's talk about how to build muscle when you're older, step by step. But I think it's first, I'm just going to lightly talk about this because I can talk for three hours about this subject. It's about can you build muscle when you're older? How much muscle can you build? Or how do you know if you're building muscle when you're older? Let me just tell you, you can build muscle when you're older. Anytime you tax yourself with the weights and you overload, you talk about these principles that I'm going to talk about, how to build muscle when you're older step by step, right? When you do them, your body isn't used to lifting it up. It's gonna, you're going to demand it to grow, to adapt. That's what hypertrophy is. How much on a scale? How fast? Well, that's debatable. But let me just tell you, every rep that you do with uh, the seven points I'm going to be talking about, whatever amount of muscle you're really gaining, if that's measurable, and I trust me, I've been doing this for 31 years, body fat, percentage, measurement, scale, uh, they really don't tell the story. What tells the story is the mirror, but you got to understand that a lot of guys need all these little factors to to help them validate or feel comfortable with what they see in the mirror because that mirror thing kind of changes their head and if that's you, you're certainly not alone. All right, so here is how you build muscle when you're older, step by step. And yes, it is possible when you do these. How much? Well, just worry about what you look like in the mirror. All right, number one is progressive overload is what you're after when you're working to build muscle. You must continually strive to take every facet of your weight training to higher and higher levels. Now, if you're the type of man to listen to a fitness podcast, uh, you like to gamify things, you like to challenge yourself to more and more weight, more reps, and th that's the organizing principle, right? It's you use it or you lose it. Just say you use 50 pounds on whatever exercise, whatever body part, and maybe it's a battle, battle for you to do it, but you get it. You get the right form, you do it consistently, and you know over time, your body is going to adapt by growing. That's what hypertrophy is, building muscle. So that's great. But here's the thing about progressive overload is you can't say, well, that's good enough. Maybe it is. Maybe it isn't. You always got to strive for five more pounds. I don't know, two and a half more pounds, one more rep, maybe a half a rep. Maybe with the one more rep, it's better form, feel, execution, mind-muscle connection. Progressive overload is always challenge yourself to more. You got to do that with life, with everything. Use it or lose it. It's like cardio, right? You can do a half an hour. You can huff and putt and puff and sweat, you know, uh, doing an hour-long cardio session or whatever. And you can do that for weeks and weeks and weeks. You're going to get this law of diminishing returns. Your body is going to adapt. The way to get continue getting the same production or whatever it is you want health or fat loss or whatever, stamina that you want for your cardio, you got to crank it up. You know, so if you had this level of intensity, I don't know, scale from 1 to 10, uh, you did it uh, – as a seven or eight, you know, you knew you pushed your hard, but not that hard, right? And you did that for just say three weeks straight. You got to crank it up to a nine or a ten, all right? Even expand what that even means, because if you just stay the same and it worked to, you know, help you be more fit, more stamina, lose body fat or whatever, the body's going to adapt and you're going to get less out of it. So it's the same thing with weight training. That fifty-pound dumbbell that got you to grow, if you don't progressively over again, five more pounds. One more rep, better form, feel, and execution. More than volume, right? It's what you do with every set. They just, when you put that weight down, you're safe. You know, let me just make that uh, clear. You're safe, but you just can't do one more and constantly having that mentality. A lot of guys, you know, they do like eight reps and they complete it. And then 
they're on to think about other things, and they're doing that same eight reps on that same exercise with the same weight, you know, they're doing that two years later, and they wonder why they're not growing. you got to challenge yourself more. That's what progressive overload is, and that's one of those key factors that makes any weight training program work. Right? So number two is mind-muscle connection is your number one priority. Mind-muscle connection is your number one priority. You must strive to make sure the muscle that you're targeting is doing the vast majority of the work. Right? So, you know, our, our bodies are smart. They're sophisticated. If you're just trying to lift up the dumbbell with your arm or lift up, you know, I don't know, uh, with your chest or whatever, it will incorporate a lot more different body parts. Who knows, even a calf muscle, whatever. It will do whatever it can to get that weight up. So visually, I mean, if your form is even halfway decent, let's just say you do a, a dumbbell curl for your arms. It may look very similar to the other guy, right? But one person might have so much more mind-muscle connection, right, because they're making sure that bicep is doing all the work, even though they're both getting up the weight and doing the rep. could even be the same amount of reps. It can also be the same amount of reps with the same amount of weight. But focusing on that target of muscle grip is the most, you know, important thing, even more than weight. Even more than the amount of reps, it's the quality of reps, and it starts with that mind-muscle connection. See, I like to visualize to make sure that I know what the target of muscle group is. I close my eyes. I visualize red for that bicep, all right, so that I'm targeting that. I'm, I'm thinking about it, thinking about it, thinking about it. So the bicep is doing the work on the way up and on the way down. And then when I set it down, I'm now conditioned to just give a little, you know, nanosecond evaluation. Did I hit it or didn't I? And you can feel it. But, you know, just like in life. When I do my one-on-one -on -one coaching sessions, you know, before I start every session, I ask uh, my guy, I said, if there's one thing you can get out of this phone call today, what would that be? I want to deliver that for you. I want to help you get that in a whole lot more. Because the more you know what you want in life for any situation before you enter the situation, the better experience you can have, the better chance for success. you got to claim it. you got to identify it. And so before... You know, every set, you can't just lift the weight up or make sure you don't get hurt. you got to really concentrate on that mind-muscle connection. You must strive to make sure the muscle that you're targeting is doing the vast majority of the work. All right? Number three, how much weight you lift is an important part of the muscle building process, too. You want to always strive to lift more weight properly. Always make sure this comes after good form, feel, execution, and mind-muscle connection, and always be safe, right? So, you know, some people say, oh, weight really matters, how much you can lift. That's not necessarily true, and weight doesn't matter. That's not necessarily true either, right? Because if you pick a weight that's, you know, too heavy, and you just can't control, even with practice, and there's no good mind-muscle connection, and let's not even talk about not being safe. Well, that weight kind of negated because it's not effective. Now, here's the thing, though, too, is that you should strive to lift more weight while you're being safe, while you can hit that mind-muscle connection because it makes you more efficient with the set. So that's how, you know, guys can do less volume, less sets, less exercises, and even uh, fewer reps in the set is because not only do they have the mind-muscle connection of a guy who's lifting lighter weight, they lift more weight. 
And so you can do it. You can get the same amount of productivity, if not more. You know, if you just say shoot for six to eight, it's, it's easier to focus. It's easier to duplicate. You know, I talked to a, just yesterday a, a high school football coach, 70 years old, and he, I don't even remember the exercise. I remember just jotting down 50 pounds and he has 35 reps. And I don't even remember the exercise. 35 reps? I would get bored 10 times over <laughs> if I um, had to concentrate for 35 reps. You know, I don't even know the exercise, but what if you did 100 pounds to get that done in six to eight? So you can get it all done as long as when you, you put that weight down on that set, that you gave it all you can, but you definitely don't want to have the 35th because now your mind really comes into it when you can lift more weight and get it by the 6th or 8th rep. Or even 10 to 12 is a lot, you know, better than, uh, is a lot better than, uh, you know, 35 reps. I wouldn't be able to focus on that. So number four is to focus more on the total volume of work that you'll do during your workout more than the sets and the exercise. Whatever the amount of volume and the total number of sets and exercise you choose, make sure you do it with as much intensity as possible. It's not necessary uh, how much you do, it's how effectively you do it. All right, so what do I mean by that? Focus um, uh, on the total volume that you do. So five different exercises may seem like it's better than two exercises, right? Five. All right. Uh, 20 sets with five different exercises uh, may seem like it's better than three exercises with 10 sets. All right? So five and 20, is that better than three and 10? If you are, if you train with intensity, again, that progressive overlap, that mind connection, mind-muscle connection that I talked about, you know, um, you know, in, uh, and uh, all of this, right, one, two, and three. Uh, if you know what you're doing with one, two, and three of what I've mentioned so far, uh, you can get just as much uh, productivity, muscle building effect, how to build muscle uh, when you're older step-by-step step, than someone who doesn't understand what we're talking about here, and they do five different exercises with uh, 20 sets. Even though more is better, right, more exercises, more sets, more volume, Right, you got to think about the the intensity that you do and the total volume, all right, of that. So that's one. It's what you do, not how many what you do, right? Number five, I kind of alluded to this: the number of of reps you do per set to build muscle. It doesn't matter as much as how you perform those reps, all right. So why do uh, some older men get great productivity? They build muscle when they have four to six reps or six to eight reps, all right, while um, some might do more, right, and they do 15 reps, 12 to 15 reps, right? How can you, how can you get more done in the last time? It's, it, you know, it's because of the weight and the mind-muscle uh, connection. And I know you hear this out there. This is what I was talking about, about all these explanations that if you just ask for it, pound the fitness person down, they'll give you some black and white answer that's not necessarily true, but it'll at least, you know, uh, solve your your angst or your confusion until you find somebody else who who goes against that and tells the other guy he's stupid. How many times does that happen, right? So you'll hear things like, you know, four to six or four to eight. You're not going to build muscle. That's for strength. 
Look, if you can lift stuff up, <laughs> you're going to build muscle if it's overloaded, right? And then they say, I don't know, I don't know, eight to ten is just to maintain what you have. No, it's not. Eight to ten, if that last rep you did as a heavyweight challenges you, you're building up to that. That can build muscle too. So both of them can build. The only, <laughs> the only purpose of weight training is to build muscle. It doesn't lose body fat. So that 12 to 15, that just gets you cut and ripped. No, it doesn't. Your diet gets you cut and ripped. And again, going back to that other gentleman, I don't know what 35 is for. I guess it's kind of a performance athletic type of thing. But as far as building muscle, there's no sense doing it. Uh, you know, 35 reps, 12 to 15, even 8 to 10. You can do it in those lower reps when you know what you're doing and you, you keep everything that I'm saying in my, mind. Now, if you like doing more, that's fine. If that's your style, I get it. But as long as you put that down, that weight down, every set, like you push for more, that's progressive overload, regardless of the rep range that you choose. Number six, to build muscle, rest as long as you need to between sets. Get as close to 100% of your strength back without losing your focus, flow, or momentum. Right, so, you know, there's all these different strategies. I rest one minute in between sets, or I rest 30 seconds in between sets. And it's one of those less is better. It makes you more manly or it's more athletic or whatever it is. Look, it's about when you pick up that barbell, dumbbell, that machine, that you overload the weight, right? That's the purpose of what we're talking about, how to build muscle when you're older step by step. So you've done this before. Maybe you've had, I, I've done all the different rest in between sets, um, concepts, ideas, strategies, right? And just say, oh, I'm going to hurry up from set to set to set and, and wait 30 seconds. And you know you're training good, you're training hard, you feel it, you get in the pump, whatever it is, and uh, maybe that's your pattern. But what happens is I don't get a phone call or somebody interrupts you after you wait for the wait. And so instead of 30 seconds, you waited a whole minute, and you are miraculously so much stronger for that next set, right? And you can, whether it's usually wait 45 seconds and you have to wait three minutes. See, you having your strength back to overload, that's how you build muscle. Now, resting shorter times between sets and getting it done faster, that doesn't build muscle. Right? It may give you an athletic performance. It may be exciting, it may be more efficient with your time, but it's not more efficient building muscle. Wait as long as you need to, two to three minutes. Whatever it takes is going to be dependent on the exercises, if you have to load weights, if you have a training partner. But you want to wait as long as possible uh, so you get 100% of your strength back. So that one set, you just have that progressive overload mentality. When I put this down, I did everything I could. I left it all on the floor, so to speak. Right. So get as close to 100% of your strength back, even if it takes two to three minutes. Without losing your focus, flow, and momentum, that's important too. All right, number seven is probably the most important, and this is where it gets really tricky. There's, as a coach, there's all these landmines. I got to make sure I don't step in until I uh, really can explain really what's going on, right? But seven is, be sure to support your efforts in the gym with good eating habits. You won't see all the muscle you're building if it's covered by too much body fat. Right, so you got to make sure you're eating in a manner to lose the body fat or you'll grow muscle and it'll be covered by body fat. It'll wash it out. Whereas the muscle you have right now, even as you go for this question, do what I say, how to build muscle when you're older, step by step, you do all these things. 
I'll tell you, you lose that body fat, you're going to look gigantic. Body parts and angular from your cheekbones to your V taper. People are going to think uh, that you gain so much muscle, uh, the striations in your shoulders or chest or your abs. I mean, it just gives this whole illusion of size. But you can't have it if you have that body fat. Even if you look better than most, you're in the 20, 23% like a lot of older men, they look way better than most. But I'll tell you, even though you're not overweight, even though you don't consider yourself fat, but you may not have a six-pack or anything like it, you keep on getting that down. If that's what you want to do, to 14, 12% body fat, it takes work. You got to know what you're doing, right? You can't just stop eating certain foods, or that's not how you do it. And you can go to skipwithcore.com. We got a lot of videos that explain how to effectively and efficiently lose body fat. My only point here, when I'm talking about how to build muscle when you're older, step by step, is that. All of that hard work, all that muscle, all that progressive overload, all, right, all that mind-muscle connection, all that weight you're lifting, all that uh, focusing on the total volume, right? All, you know, making the most out of every rep you do, whatever rep scheme you have, resting the proper amount of time between sets. All that's going to do is be all covered up all your work if you're not lean enough. And... All that work you do can be really highlighted, really exaggerated. Where people think, well, what do you go on steroids, old man? Why are you looking so big? That's the dramatic effect if you get leaner. And I'll tell you, it, guys not understanding this, they'll neutralize all their efforts, and it becomes a very frustrating process. So, uh, yeah, that's it, step by step. It's not more complex than that. And if you keep it simple in your mind, then you get better and better and better. Just like your job, your business. Take it to higher and higher levels just because you intellectually understand it. You go on this journey with those seven things that I mentioned, progressive overload, mind-muscle connection, knowing the importance of weight, right, uh, focusing on the total volume and being efficient with it, uh, the number of reps, how to make it work, and resting long enough in between sets that you give that 100% effort for the next set, and most importantly, watching your diet, losing that body fat. Uh, it is that simple. And when you make it simple in your mind, then you just get better and better and better. You improve on the diet, right? You learn more about it, right? You push yourself. I mean, when you unleash yourself about, like, the rep scheme and just say you go down to 6 to 8 from 12 to 15 or something like that, then all of a sudden you're so much stronger and you're so much of a game. And then you build upon that three months from now. All these things you can build up on, right? You don't just know them. You take them to higher and higher levels. A lot of men, they don't, they, in gym, they look great, they're consistent, but they don't know these organizing principles uh, to building muscle. And because of that, they're challenged. Hope that brought clarity. Hey, send me an email at skip at skiplacore.com. If you have any questions, go to skiplacore.com. Make sure you sign up for my email list. You can text me at 925-352-4366 or WhatsApp 1-925-352-4366. I don't expect you while you're doing cardio or uh, while you're driving the car to uh, know <laughs> those numbers or that email address or even my website address. They're in the comment section down below uh, the uh, detailed description of this podcast. All right, so again, how to build muscle when you're older step-by-step. It's a mental process rather than just hoisting weights up. I hope I brought some insight to you. Hey, make sure they go to skippelcore.com often. Make sure you're on all my social media platforms. You're going to need to, whether it's uh, Facebook, YouTube, uh, Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn, uh, because uh, for this 100 days of Workouts for Older Men Challenge, where we're going to be connected, I'm going to patient, I'm going to guide you, I'm going to instruct you, we're going to go on that journey together. 
You're going to need to be on all my social media platforms if you want to kind of catch me live, right? We're going to be all over, right? So, again, go to skiplacore.com front slash 100, uh, sign up, tell me all about you and uh, your journey this far. I want to get you to the next. I want to get to know you over the 100 days. Jump on that right now. I don't know when you're listening to this pro- podcast, but you want to jump on that like right now, right now. All right, guys, so, uh, hey, when you're a little bit older, like me, <laughs> if you're a little bit older, like me, you got to live with a sense of urgency. So train hard, exercise, work out, be consistent, eat right. Be consistent with the eating right. It's so important in the process. All right? Produce at the job. Continue producing at the job. Uh, continue making your legacy known. All right? Love connect with a sense of urgency. When we're a little bit older, we got to. We've got more time behind us than we do in front of us. Have a great day. 